live from the PSE Festivus Poll. This is the award-winning stamp show here today. If you can dream it, we can collect it. Brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. You can support this witless tosh by joining the stamp show here today community. The cost is only $10 for a lifetime membership. Listen to the end credits for more information on joining. This is Lord Cash. And this is Lord Mark. This is Lord Jim. And this is Prince Sean. <laughs> I don't know what's for the Lord. Duchess. That, that, that. No, if you join the Stamp Show Here Today community, as a given by a historical precedent in the stamp collecting community. Is that making fun of that product that you like buy land and become a... Yes, that is exactly it. Okay. Which, by the way, everybody, if you buy Scottish lands in order to uh, call yourself a lord, it's cheaper to join Stamp Show here today <laughs> and call yourself a lord because we only charge 10 bucks. Yep. And you can call yourself a duchess. There's no no uh, judgment here. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have an aside note to that because we were talking about how stamp collecting for the British uh, royalty had established this precedent and um, in watching the Netflix uh, latest season of The Crown Mm -hmm. Queen Elizabeth is seen reminiscing about the changes in her uh, empire and so forth looking at her stamp collection from all the different colonies that were no longer part of the British Commonwealth anymore. Well, I saw a cover. It was in uh, a H.R. Harmer. No, it wasn't. It was in Harmer Shaw. It was in an auction, and I really wanted to buy it. It was a Great Britain number one on cover addressed to Queen Victoria. Then on the cover had written, somebody had written, I'm going to assume, assume it was actually Queen Victoria, but it was written who is this? Why is this on my desk? <laughs> and it was like, that's cool. <laughs> She's supposed to start a stamp collection. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, when you get a stamp collection, then you get to call yourself queen. Right. I mean, anybody who has seen uh, either the Lord of the Rings uh, or the, any of the trilogy knows that Sauron became Sauron because he had a stamp collection. That's a, that's a historical fact. Yes. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> if you pay $20 to, for your membership, we will allow you to call yourself the Lord of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, you got an email there? What was that about? Oh, yeah. This was a uh, commenting on our last podcast regarding the uh, stamps from the PF that were uh, certified as genuine um, uh, tagging um, removed or or tagging uh, missing. And who Uh, who wrote it? Give them a shout out. uh, This is uh, Ray B. From... uh, from uh, the internet. Yeah, from the internet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anonymous location. <laughs> right. Probably near Akron. Yeah. <laughs> but 
But uh, but yeah, I I, I I think it's a I, I agree that um, that it's almost fly specking at this point to be able to uh, to determine counterfeits from the real stamps once they're used. Because yeah, you can look at the dot patterns and so forth, and, and and try to determine. The problem is that there's so many different varieties of counterfeits that um, uh, that I'm not sure. The, um, you know, because we don't we don't have all the counterfeits. We know what the USPS stuff looks like, and it's pretty. You know, it's pretty. And just to clarify, we're talking about the U.S. postal counterfeits that are being sold today which were, are allegedly being printed by the Canadians. Right, the CCP. The, the CCP. <laughs> Canadian Counterfeit Post. <laughs> because we would never discourage uh, any other country that might or might not be in the Far East. Yes. That, that might be stronger than we are. <laughs> well, everybody's stronger than this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he uh, sent an actual picture of a coil roll, and it definitely shows bumps around yep. the top of the stamp. But the question is, is, are the bumps on the stamp, or are they on the lining paper, like uh, Scott said last time? That is hard to determine from the photo. What do you think? Yeah, let, me, let me see the picture. It's... Yeah, you can't yeah, see. It, it's difficult to tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's either on the lining paper or the stamp. So it still doesn't resolve the issue. It, it probably, might be both. It's yeah, probably, probably both. Even if it was just on the lining paper, when you rip it apart, when you take the top roll off, the mm -hmm. second roll, um, you would probably indent some of the stamp, and it would be visible under yeah. a microscope. But it almost looks like roulette perforations on the top mm -hmm. of the stamp, incredibly right. small roulette perforations. I mean, he blew that picture up quite a bit Yes. so that you could see it. So if you're looking at it without a magnifying glass, they would probably be you know, noticeable to someone with really good eyes. Like Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sean's here. He's got really good eyes. He, he's still got young kid eyes. Well, I'm st I'm going to probably need glasses soon, but farsighted, so. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> glasses are a pain in the butt. Uh, Mark actually sent me a link, uh, texted me a link for, and I don't have my phone in front of me because, you know. I don't right. the podcast, but yeah, there was a, I, I was uh, going through uh, my YouTube videos and um, on YouTube when you're at least on the online version on the desktop version, um, it will, it will display um, videos that it thinks you want to see, but it will also display an ad video uh, on the upper left corner uh, for their, I guess to, to support their advertisers and, uh, and the company being advertised was a company selling discount U.S. postage at uh, at seventy percent right, discount, seventy percent discount off of off of face value. I mean, how could you see something sold online at a seventy percent discount and think it was legit? Right. I but mean, YouTube apparently thinks they're legit. It's hard enough, you know. You look at it and you go, you know. 
I have way too many $10 bills. I'll sell them off for five bucks each. Anybody who wants a $10 bill, yes, send me five bucks. I've just got too many of them. <laughs> it's like everybody's going to know that's bogus. But selling a stamp, a 60 cent stamp, at 70% discount is ridiculous. Yeah, so these are obviously counterfeit stamps, but they're being sold under the auspices of YouTube to lend credibility, you know, because, you know, YouTube is obviously accepting them as an advertiser, accepting their money yeah. as an advertiser and, and pointing people to this company, you know, that, uh, that gets legitimacy because they're on YouTube. And it could be because the Canadian government is bringing pressure on them or something. All right. Air quotes. <laughs> Canadian. People's Republic of Canada. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so this just adds, I mean, I, I can't understand why the Postal Service isn't, you know, I mean, if... Uh, isn't it against the law to counterfeit money? Yes. Don't and we prosecute people that pass counterfeit the money? The Treasury Department would come down Why on you. Why are they not prosecuting people who are advertising those things? Well, it's interesting. Jim Forty, shout out to Jim, brought this up today at lunch. And he said, you know, they have to do like Great Britain did and put like a QR code on them or a barcode. Or they have to, like, demonetize all the old postage or something like that. And I said, no, all you have to do is not deliver the mail when it has a fake stamp on it. Yeah, what does Great Britain do when you have one of the new uh, definitives with the barcode and it's been copied? Yeah, that's, Do they not deliver it? I, today, it has not gone into effect yet. It'll be going into effect a little later this month. All right. But when it goes into effect, and this was my question right from the beginning, when this goes into effect, what are they going to do when they find a counterfeit stamp? And I've said all along what needs, what the post office needs more than anything. And I'm actually at the opinion now that they just need to fabricate the story. They need to find some 80 year old little old lady on social security who's losing her house because her mortgage didn't show up. Her mortgage payment didn't show up to the bank and the evil bankers are foreclosing on her. And the reason why it didn't show up is because she used counterfeit stamps on the mail and the post office didn't deliver them. Then people will say, oh, I'm mailing in my credit card payment and I'm going to get a late charge if this doesn't get delivered. And all you don't have to do very many, you know, you get it back and you say, this is a counterfeit stamp, uh, pay, Re pay yeah, return for postage, Re return for postage. And all of a sudden they get the, it in the, their mail and they go, oh my God, now I'm late on my credit card. I have now suffered significant monetary damage because I saved 30 cents Sending my, you know, buying my, instead of buying my stamps from the post office, which is down the street or online from the post office. Instead, I bought it from this shady Canadian vendor <laughs> that I saw on YouTube that I saw on YouTube. And, you know, I saved $30 and now I have to give the $30 to the 
credit card company because they returned my check. I think that's what it takes. One of the problems that <clears throat> we're going to be looking at, too, is as Ray B. in his um, missive to us indicated that the new varieties are starting to be um, from the CCP are starting to be uh, tagged. That's fine. And the tagging, the tagging is different. So we can authenticate still whether it's original, you know, government issued. That doesn't matter though, because the old ones were not tagged. Right. All you have to do is you have to get the story. These will now go through the mail though. They'll, They'll pick up on the tag. Yes, but you're not going to see a YouTube that says, buy your postage for 50% off. By the way, we tag our stamps. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to see that. So you're going to get the people who have the old stamps. Yeah. Or the new stamps that aren't tagged. Again, you don't have to return all of them, but you can't go after the Canadian printers, you have to educate the people that if you use a counterfeit stamp, you're out of luck. You're out of luck. And so that way they will sit there and say, wow, I'm buying this U.S. postage stamp for 70% discount. I'm going to save so much money. I'll mail in all my bills and all your bills come back. Maybe they don't. They go to the dead letter office. You don't even know. Until you get the late notice. Yeah. So you so then you get the late notice and go, hey, I paid. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later from the dead letter office is a return for postage, not a valid stamp. It's very, very easy for the post office to do this. And for some reason, they just don't do it. And the whole thing is, is when a stamp goes through the facer. And what a facer is, is it's a big old machine. And it does two purposes. The first purpose, it determines whether the stamp is upside down, right side up, forward or backward. So then if it's upside down with the face going to the left, it goes into this bin. So all of them are matched up so that the address is all in the same place. Then it goes through a machine that reads the zip code and then it sorts it by, by zip code. Well, when it goes through that facer, the way it tells whether the stamp is right side up, upside down, left or right, is it looks for the phosphor tagging on the stamp. If it, there is no phosphor tagging to, on the stamp, then it has to go to another place. And what it does now is it looks for the address. It looks for the, the uh, zip code and stuff. And then it sorts it by that. Well, instead, so all the stamps that don't have tagging went over to this area, and then they got sorted again. We'll just grab 1% of them, you know, and have the postal inspector look at them. And all he has to do is he's looking for the flag, the forever flag stamp. Everything else let through. Just we're looking for untagged forever flags. That's all. And so those all go into this bin and they go down to Home Depot and they get a little rubber stamp that says not valid postage, counterfeit, not valid postage. And you hire a guy or a monkey, 
You, know, you, li- <laughs> you literally get a monkey and you, you, every time the monkey stamps an envelope, he gets a pellet of food and the, the monkey just sits there and stamps all these envelopes, counterfeit stamp, not valid for postage. And then it goes back through the system and gets returned just like normal stamps or normal covers do. You will stop this from happening because uh, again, it's not, if you say to the crooks, Hey crooks, please stop doing this. We are totally not enforcing this. We are doing nothing to stop you, but can you please just kind of as good guys, stop it. You know, they're crooks and they'll say in their Canadian accents, (laughs) Hey, uh, no, I'm going to keep on doing it. Would you like some maple syrup? <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> um, but, like I said, you get a couple stories, and you, you make sure that the news, you, you write to, you, you fabricate the story. I mean, you, you find a little old lady, you wait, hire Wait her. a minute. Are you advocating <laughs> fake news now? Right. Absolutely. This is, this is like... They would never do that. They would never fabricate a story like that. The federal government would not resort to such low tricks. Uh, yeah. We're not dealing with federal government. We're dealing with the post office, not same, a federal agency. Same, same basket. That's right. Uh, I don't know. The Twitter files prove that the U.S. government is <laughs> up and up in every Directly instance. Directly never would manufacture <laughs> right. a story to make a point Never happen. FBI is our friend. We love them. <laughs> yes, fish, all fish the, are our friends. All, all the FBI people who are listening to the podcast, you are our friends. Yes, do, do not come after us. <laughs> we adore you. I will point out though that you know they hired eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. So IRS, if you're lo- listening, we love you also. <laughs> One of those but, guys could be the monkey. He could just snap <laughs> the envelope. But they hired 87,000 people, and now I know several people who are getting little audited letters reaching out, you know, between 75 and $200 saying, uh, you misfiled your taxes here, get, send, us, send us money. And what do you do? Oh, I said, send them the money. Hey, send them the money. It costs more to figure out why they are charging you a hundred bucks, and uh, you know, just to pay it and be rid of them. Well, let's hope that they come up with a solution that does not entail demonetizing all the older stamps. Oh, I don't think they could do that. But like I said, if all you did was you f- just went through, and this would be relatively easy, you find the untagged. You know, today you find the untagged flag stamps. And then tomorrow you find the untagged skywriting love stamps. And then, you know, those you just stand with just those two. And you're going to have enough people going, hey, what the hell's going on? But Jim Forty also brought up a really good thing at lunch, which I thought this was great. If the Canadians are counterfeiting stamps, why don't they make better stamps? I mean, they could make stamps that, you know, instead of counterfeiting, you know, the ugly old flag stamp, why don't they make a really cool stamp? 
you know, it can be forever and it could be, be even tag it. What the hell? And, you know, it could be, you know, some great topics. I mean, picture the uh, Black Heritage series. They could actually put a book yeah. or a golf club or something on there so we'd know who these yeah. people are famous for. So you have this famous golfer. And instead of showing them and just standing there, you show them like golfing and stuff like they could actually do a great job making some great stamps. So the CCP could actually augment the U.S. stamp program by creating whole new stamps that are better than what the Postal Service is putting out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if you're going to counterfeit stamps, why counterfeit the ugly ones? Oh, I think you gave somebody in Canada an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the other thing is, you know, if you're selling stamps and you want to sell really nice ones, you know, make a really, really good Christmas stamp. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the the normal person isn't actually going to know what all the issues are of the U.S. Post Office. And they'll look at this and go, hey, this is really, really good. You know, you... You got some great Canadian artists out there putting some great Canadian art on these stamps and then selling them. It would be, uh, yeah, good, I could, good I could see like a whole series of Star Wars stamps. Oh yeah, you know, good with Star all, Wars stamps. Yeah, the, the first trilogy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, you could make stamps for like. Andor and uh, Boba Fett and uh, the Mandalorian and stuff like that. And, you know, picture having Baby Yoda on a stamp. Big seller. Big seller. I mean, why, why counterfeit little stupid flag stamps? And then tag them and they all go through the mail. Yep, you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, if the Canadian Post Office does take my idea, please... Become a member. It's only $10. <laughs> and you can call yourself Lord. And we will send you a nice screen. Oh, a yeah. magic screen. Oh, I used the magic screen last night. I, uh, Bobby Prager, shout out to Bobby Prager. He gave us uh, for our reference collections, and uh, I'll give them to all the experts, uh, fake stamps. Uh, and they're really good ones for, like, a reference collection, so you can see, you know, what do fake perforations look like and stuff like that. Right, real stamps have been faked to look like other real stamps. Right, and, and they all have—they're uh, all certified, also, by us and the PF. And there's even like a white cert in there, you know. But it's mostly uh, PSE and PF fake stamps. But there was a pair of the ten cent Washington head coil, and if it was real, you know, it'd be. Tens of thousands of dollars. This got three fifty six. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it was fake, but it was highly sulfurated, and so I put it, you know, over some H two O two with the Wonder Screen, and today it's nice and clean and yellow and sharp looking. So, uh, people who haven't listened to the uh, podcast on how to clean up your ugly stamps. Um, go back and listen, and uh, you know, the Wonder Screen is a good so good way. You took a sulfurated fake and made it a beautiful fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a very attractive fake. <laughs> and and I'll put it up on Twitter. Show everybody on Twitter because again, 
I was kicked off uh, YouTube for calling them Chinese counterfeiters when actually it turns out they're all Canadian. Canadian, yeah. Yeah, it was a big mistake. Yeah, I got to apologize to uh, all the YouTube community for calling them Chinese counterfeiters. Yeah. But the, on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. It's Stamp Show here today. And uh, you can see some of the self-rated stamps that were corrected. And again, we're not doctoring the stamp. We're not fixing the stamp. What we are literally doing is taking the sulfur molecule, kicking it off and replacing it with an oxygen molecule. And the reason why that occurred is because it was poorly stored. It wasn't a natural thing. It was somebody put the stamp in the wrong plastic type of holder or kept it out in the elements or something like that. And it got discolored. Well, anything else? Then happy new year, everybody. We need your help. Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. <laughs> because you don't put that on the letter. Oh. Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go. If this silkon was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.